doesn't get more, uh, that's not even a classic, really. That was still fairly new, so I'm not going to get a classic status. Dude, you talked about it the other day, and I didn't know what song it was, but that's a good song. <laughs> so so the, the Alan Thick on Good yes, Times? Yes, Alan Thick. that's his dad. Was that, that was Good Times? Yeah, uh, that was on Growing Pains. Yeah. Growing Pains. That's the dad of Robin Thick from the Blurred <laughs> Lines song, which had the the model who was topless who was famously banging Pete Davidson recently. See, it always comes back to Pete Davidson. It's the, <sighs> it always comes back to a thick dick. You know yeah, it's the six degrees of uh, Pete Davidson's dick. That's how it all works out. Gross. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. Did you notice in that song, by the way, uh, they pl- they said the word or the phrase big pimpin' like more more than a few times. And uh, the only phrase I heard was, I'm going to give you something big enough to split you in two. <laughs> a great line. Modern Shakespeare, no doubt. Uh- <laughs> 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 you know, I, I like how they were referencing Big Pimpin. Big Pimpin, I think, was one of the best songs out of that era, out of the... The like hip hop era, the hip hop pop era. Big Pimpin' spending cheese. Yeah, dude. You remember Big Pimpin'? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you remember this video, dude? Notorious B.I.G.? Yeah, but no, this is fucking Jay Z, man. Big Pimpin', baby. Oh, yeah. Jay-Z. This was, was the. Oh, yeah, it was. Dude, it was sure. Jay Z, man. And they were like on the yacht. I was, just, I was thinking of. It was just hot women in bikinis in the sunshine, and they're just like. Spraying them with champagne and dancing, and they're having a great time. Oh man, everybody wanted to live that life the big pimpin' life. Yeah, you don't get a lot of big pimpin' nowadays. None of the youth no, music I hear on the radio now it's big muskin. Oh, big muskin. You know, Where, what happened to big pimpin'? People don't want a big pimp anymore. Pimpin' came with a lot of jail time. <laughs> very yeah. good for the short while that's right not so good for the long term you know there was no yeah. real retirement plan right uh, yeah all right all those pimps got old and just kind of all right yeah. good call yeah maybe i was maybe i over glorified the pimpin lifestyle in my head too much i, I just remember distinctly jay-z and the big pimpin uh, crew they they had themselves a good time he was a pimp, and then he was a baller, and now he's a uh, executive. That's how that <laughs> Mogul. Uh, that's how that, that ladder works, you know? And Illuminati. That's how it goes in life. <laughs> that's, yeah. Well, when you join the Illuminati, that's when he had to get, you know, say goodbye to his old life. As a pimp. As a pimp, yeah. No more big... Because now pimp. you are the hoe. <laughs> that's right. You mean in order to live that lifestyle, to be that big, you got to be a hoe? Well, now you're a hoe to the... To the Rothschilds and uh, yeah, Klaus to Schwab? Machine. To the machine, you know? A hoe to the machine, huh? One of the saddest things you'll ever see, in my opinion. In my opinion. One of the saddest <laughs> things I've ever seen is go look at a billionaire's schedule. It's like, dude... If I had that money, I'd just give it all up. Stop. I'm done. Let me let me clear this schedule and go fucking chill on a beach for a minute, you know? Yes. Yeah. 
for sure. And they do. I'm sure they have way more fun than me and stuff. But it's like their their time is just so like allocated, and I don't know. What is the greatest value in life, though? Is it our time? Is that the one thing that we just, <clears throat> you know, there's such a finite amount, right? Did you ever hear that? You know that Andrew Tate guy? Yes. Did you hear that story he says about the fisherman? I'm not familiar. It's the best story I ever heard. It's or the two fishermen. Ah, uh, it's great, dude. So there's a there's an American fisherman and a Mexican fisherman, right? All right. And they both go out in the Gulf, and uh, the Mexican fisherman catches catches enough fish for him and his family to eat, and then he goes home, right? Very nice. And the, and the American says, what are you doing? He says, well, I'm going to go home. I'm going to hang out with my family. We're going to eat, and we're going to have a good time. And the American says, well, no, you got to stay out there. you got to catch more fish so that you can sell them. Mm. And once you sell enough fish, you can buy a boat. And then when you buy a boat, you can buy a fleet. Then once you have a fleet, you can buy a company. And then after you buy a company, you can trade it on the market. And then after you trade it, you sell it all, and you have enough money to retire. And the Mexican guy goes, "How much is all that? Ta- how long does that take?" And he goes, "About twenty years." And then what do you do? Well, then you go and you hang out with your family. Wow. You know, I can't do it justice. I'm too drunk. But no, I know exactly. The point is, what you're you're, you're doing. I don't know. There's this, uh, there's this park in, in Boulder. Anyone who's uh, from Colorado or familiar with Boulder, um, the creek, the Boulder Creek, it comes down from the mountain. It hits this, you know, uh, it hits the ground area, right, where all of Boulder is. And there's this, uh, it's great for uh, riding rapids, you know. You can, all the kids can jump on tubes, right, and roll down. Yeah run back around it's really fun and uh it's a really famous park area and they have all those grills you know that are built into the ground and what have you and there's a really nice picnic area playground you can go there and fish and it's just a really really beautiful area uh you have zero access to it though on sundays on sundays after church the latino community just completely takes over the entire park (laughs) And all these families are there, and and they're barbecuing. They set up the volleyball nets, and they're they're playing in the water. They're tubing. They're uh, everything, everything you can imagine. The and it's all generations. You can't even run through this park. You know, like the the Boulder Creek yeah. Trail goes through it up into the mountain. You have to go around this shit when it's going on. It's it's massive. It's multi. Oh, yeah, dude. They know it's important. And they all- will work six days a week, and then that one day off, they're having fun with the family. You, you take know? a look around when you go past these groups, and the dads—they're all there. They're cooking and drinking cold beers and laughing and having the best time of their life. Yeah, and it's this day. This is their day to just have the best time ever. And. Then they and go that's back to work. For them. Oh, it's fucking great though. That that's it, they look like the happiest people on earth. Yeah. A lot of people uh don't a lot get of people give that, uh, Chick-fil-A know? shit for being closed on Sunday, and I love that about them. Oh, the Sunday closing, yeah. I think that's like, yeah, I, I wish I think more places should do it. Are for you gonna sure. lose money, maybe, but who cares, man? 
Do <laughs> the day off. You know, uh, many Italian bakeries and delis, they usually take Monday off. Yeah. Or Tuesday. Or Tuesday, but... Around here, they do a lot of Tuesday. A lot of Tuesday. I would say traditionally, you get a lot of Mondays. Uh, and I had to explain that one to Emma, and she was a, you know, totally blown away that it wasn't Sunday. I'm like, well, you got to get your bread on Sunday. <laughs> so, the, the baker, he sacrifices for us. But you got to give him Monday. <laughs> Every man needs his day of rest. <laughs> Even the baker, you know. <laughs> yeah, even the baker. Everybody I, deserves it. I worked at a bakery deli for many years as a young man. It was one of the best jobs. Second best job of my life. Best job being landscaping. Probably learned the most life lessons from that one. But I do, uh, I do have many fond memories of working in an Italian deli bakery as a younger fella, and uh, getting to experience just the culture of it. And you know, at an early age, I got to realize people are assholes, man. <laughs> yeah, right. They're so demanding, and no matter how old you are or how old they are, still very childish. Everyone's very childish. <laughs> That's America. That was a great job. First job I ever quit. Uh, pretty much the first job I really had, technically. Yeah. And uh, But I learned the value of myself when I quit. I was asked to come back and work a little extra. So, yeah. It's a good feeling. Oh, yeah. It's when I knew I had the power in my hands, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> valuable. M- maybe, commodity. Maybe even the most valuable. And if you were to give me an award for being the most valuable, you can't just call it a most valuable player award mike no no longer uh can we get a box of kleenex sent to lebron james house please uh <laughs> i didn't get to watch this i saw the title no fucking way can, can we get a box make it just a whole crate one of those crates with like a thousand boxes of kleenex yeah lebron james's house please thank you <laughs> i will pay a thousand dollars though for you to empty the box of kleenex Put a copy of Michael Jordan's Space Jam in there. <laughs> then, then put the Kleenex bag in. So, like, when he's done using it, and then he just starts crying again, you know? <laughs> this couldn't have been better news. What a way to cap off a year where we got to see LeBron be a fake actor, jabroni clown on the basketball court, and, you know... <sighs> Just bad actor in the movies, bad actor on the court, bad actor in real life. Come on, dude, you're failing. Somebody give this guy a triple razzie. <laughs> All right, folks, any uh, non-sports fans out there, they have updated uh, how they titled the new <laughs> yearly trophies in the NBA. And to- <laughs> now I hope, I hope he wins an MVP now. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Dude. Oh my god! No, oh, no. I don't even think I'm about it. I'm playing the clip, dude. Oh you gotta play god. the clip. Oh my god, that's huge. Wow. Oh wow. During his playing days, it was a fairly common sight. With- and I clipped this from the only news source I could imagine clipping this kind of news from WGN, Mike. Michael oh, Jordan and Commissioner David Stern, along with others from the league, with the Bulls superstar, accepting the regular season MVP trophy. It happened five times in the legend's career, first in 1988, then in 1991, 92, 96, and 1998. 
So as the NBA looked to rebrand their awards this winter, it made sense where they would start with their regular season most valuable player. As you can guess with his airness. This is the Michael Jordan trophy, which will be given to the best player in the NBA <laughs> on a yearly basis. Yeah. Yes. A NBA champion, six time finals MVP, and widely considered the greatest player in the history of professional basketball. It's a little biased reporting, but you know, we'll keep rolling. Coming from Chicago. Hey, <laughs> but the NBA the gave him the award. He, start, he started it by calling him the legend. That's <laughs> He started, he started the newscast with legend. What are you trying to say, it's Frank? 23.6 inches tall and weighs 23.6 pounds. A tribute to Michael's number and the number of championships. Yeah, the thing is 23.6 inches tall because he's number 23 and he won six championships. And it yeah. weighs 23.6 pounds or inches or ounces. What do you say? Pounds. With the, uh, the same thing, so... Man, oh, that's, no, yeah, I think it was yeah, yeah, something like that. It's still incredible. I love the numbers. I love it. Uh, this is so the great. Is I really hope. I really hope LeBron wins it. Oh, dude, uh, yes. I'm Regular season uh. MVPs, and there's also a few other tributes too. The NBA has also named five other awards after former players, including Joliet native, former DePaul star, and basketball Hall of Famer George Mikan. Dude. Chicagoland, you got a Joliet native on there as well. There's two trophies out of Illinois. There you go. Well, Michael, technically, from North Carolina. Mike, come on. Let's give it where it's due. <laughs> For the most improved player, Jerry West, Hakeem Olajuwon, Wilt Chamberlain, and John Hevlicek are also getting honors named after them, starting this season. I wanted to finish off that last part because I'm a huge fan of Hakeem Olajuwon. Hakeem, I, yeah, yeah, so I'm glad he yeah. got a trophy after him. I, I feel like he's highly underrated when people talk about great some of the greatest and people who have changed the game. The reason we have guys like he, he was at, wasn't he on an interview great. where uh, somebody asked him about like the LeBron and uh, Michael? Yeah, and he said something about how like Michael's undoubtedly number one. And I'm the only close second or something like that. Do you know who won the one? finals the two years Jordan was out? What? It was him with the Rockets. Really? Yes, sir. Wow. Is that the last time Houston won? I don't think so, actually. Maybe I'm wrong, but... Yeah, Olajuwon was incredible and if he were to have played like in today's era you bet he would be dropping threes i think he he would have just been an absolute Dude, he would be killing lebron he he would just have been a he, lebron doesn't have a chair a tall enough <laughs> to boost his ego enough to get through a game with him i don't know oh i love it i think this is so funny you're right on the money with it lebron getting the trophy will be Absolutely hilarious. He probably doesn't want well, it he's anymore. Too, he's too old, so I can't wait for his son to win it. You know? Wow. <laughs> Dad, I won the Michael Jordan Award. <laughs> you talking about Bronny Jr.? I've said this before on the show, and I stand by it. I don't think Bronny Jr. will ever be very good in the NBA. Yeah, I, uh, I think we both agreed. Shaq's kid. Shaq's kid's going to be a monster. Yeah, yeah he's going to kill it. <laughs> Sharif? Uh, <laughs> Bronny, not so much, but we'll see. I think w Dwayne Wade has a kid too, who's apparently pretty good. The tranny? <laughs> no, he's got another kid who does Disney. 
That's that's pretty wild. You have one kid like playing basketball in college, and then you have like following kid in your footsteps a very normal path <laughs> that you would expect one of your kids to take. Especially if you're a former basketball player yourself, right? <laughs> like, wow, what a proud dad moment. And then you have like your other kid who's like, you know, you're in a lawsuit battle over the kid's name, so Disney can own your kid's trans sub name that they created. Like, that's just so that they can make Ooh. commercials with commercials her, oh her tv shows or whatever they need a star and a young star yeah you know what i'm saying like uh yeah elliot page didn't work for some reason she well she's yeah something well that uh, kind of freaked me out i don't know about you. <laughs> they ruined the umbrella academy yeah, there was just something a little off-putting about the Elliot Page thing. Look. It's fucking weird, because all you really did was just you just hacked off her tits. Not even that. Look at these photographs of Elliot Page. This person does not look very happy. Oh, or, not. you know? No. So... She- she was way happy. She was, well, I don't know if she was happy, but she was awkward and... No, we we've watched and even probably clipped, I believe, on the show some uh one of the interviews with her at least. Uh or him. I just think it's a bizarre you know Whoever's doing surgeries like that. <laughs> like they should be the ones being put in jail. Whoever she went to to do this surgery, get the fuck out of here. I think if you're an adult, go for it. Go do what you want, right? You can do no, what you want dude. if you're an adult. But uh... no, no, I'm just saying from the, what I'm seeing from these interviews and the pictures, you don't look. Somebody like Somebody needs uh, to fucking sit you down and tell you the truth is we cannot make you a man. What we can do is hack off your tits. Oh jeez, yeah. We can take a piece of your leg meat and turn it into a phallus. Shove your your urethra in there. Hopefully you'll have some feelings. You'll probably never be able to have a sexual climax again in your life. And we'll really hope that this thing doesn't get infected. And you'll have some, like, fake penis. And you have to take all these drugs, too, forever. The rest of your life. You're signing up for a regimen. Dude, there's a lot involved. That's why it, like, kind of, like, hits me hard when I really think about these people. Like, like... Yeah, dude. They don't talk about the side effects of the hormone treatment, man. The brittle bones that that women are experiencing. Look, how close are we? We got the Dwayne Wade situation with the son daughter now who wants to sell the rights of the name and likeness to Disney. I can only, you know, presume that they're going to do some sort of uh, Disney Plus show or reality show, right? And I think yeah. they just really want to normalize this for young people. And the best way and, and, to and do that... they're in a big hurry because they know it's fleeting. Like, it, it's disappearing. Well, it's they're freaking people it. out. Come on, man. Yeah. Have you heard everyone talking about we're here? Oh, that was that fucking HBO movie. Yeah, man. that's that show we were talking about. It's a show, man. Nobody's watching that. Oh, come Nobody on. Cares. It's trash. The stuff is really trashy, and it, it's kind of yeah. freaky with the kids, but I'm telling you, I think when, like, the Dwayne Wade story, uh, there's a, it's a lot more interesting than people are giving it credit. The ex-wife is fighting for this kid's 
you know, likeness and life and name and for the kids' life, dude. You're fighting for their life. You're about to ruin. They're about to. It's about to ruin their life. And like I'm, I know you don't follow the life of Dwayne Wade, but he's him and his wife are all about TV shows and deals with Netflix and all these other streaming services. You can always see both of them on talk shows on you know the late night circuits, and it's just this. They're clearly very wrapped up in the Hollywood scene. Of course, they want their kid to be a you know showcased on Disney Plus for the trans movement. Of course. And how old is this? Uh, I believe almost not a kid, right? Like almost eighteen. We're close, mm-hmm. man. We're close to them airing stuff on Disney, like you know the twelve-year-old, the fourteen-year-old transitioning, right? That's terrible. Come on, not that far. Disney loves that stuff. Disney's freaky, uh, freaky place. That's why Jordan was the best. He didn't need any of these gimmicks. He didn't need to sell his kids. That's right, Mike. Right? And he's got a trophy. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's got a trophy named after him. (laughs) Greatest of all time? You heard it first on WGN. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Greatest of all time. Greatest of all time. Greatest in history. So, Which I always say, it's hard to say, dude, because it is, like, I always say, no matter what, you are standing on the shoulders of those before you, right? Oh, yeah. So, like, Jordan was the best at the time, definitely a game changer, you know? Yeah. But it, the game evolved so much before he even came, before he was even born, you know, that, like, Like, you could take the best player in 1940s, and we don't even know who they are, right? But have them be born in the 1990s, and (laughs) they'd probably be the best today, right? (laughs) But if you just took them from the 40s and put them in today, they couldn't even compete. To be honest with you, I think at that time they were all Jews. (laughs) Oh, jeez. This is not. This is like the funniest fact is that the Jews dominated the NBA up until a certain point. I know. uh, Yeah, I am actually (laughs) quite aware of that. That's kind of funny how that happened. Uh, Like now, you picture a short like like Chuck Schumer, (laughs) but these were like the Israelis. I like Gal Gadot's. I'm gonna say that the reason guys like LeBron and company don't really even come close to these lists of greats is because they're part of the flop era where dudes were just visibly acting and falling and flailing and crying and the crying, the The images are kind of, you know, they're there and when the social justice bullshit and the fucking, you're always a victim with Jordan. Everyone remembers like the shot and then the flu game and then the push off of Russell and his final game in the finals. You're like, there's just these incredible moments. You know that the one where he makes the final buzzer beater and then he's like kicking and punching in the air and he's, it's just, there's so many Jordan 
scenes and moments. Remember and the big joke was that uh, Russell was going to get the sixth man? <laughs> That's right. Because they kept putting him up against Michael, dude. He just kept dominating him. <laughs> that was so funny. LeBron's a meme. He's yeah. meme after meme. He, the, like even though the one of the most famous memes of all time is crying Jordan, LeBron On is the trophy. <laughs> no, but I just I'm saying uh, there's a meme of Jordan. If you if you were to Google crying Jordan meme, it's one of the original, like uh, super famous hilarious memes, if you will. Hmm. It's Jordan crying. Uh, yeah, everybody cries. It was at his Hall of Fame acceptance speech, I believe, or something around. Oh, that. Yeah, or, okay. yeah no, it was like when he was like fifty. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's like me saying, "What a pussy, Frank cried." No, no, he won no. the Nobel Prize. No, but if you type in <laughs> type in LeBron crying, you'll see him in uniform on the court. You know, like, I literally <laughs> dude, at the Nuggets game, I saw him shed a tear because the towel boy didn't have the towel fast enough. So I don't want to fucking hear about crying. He got skipped on the Gatorade. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Curtis Felix. Is, is this lemon? I want it fruit punch! <laughs> well, speaking of uh, overgrown crybabies, Mike, uh, the FTX guy got arrested. Did you hear about this shit? Yeah, finally. What do you mean, finally? Didn't we arrest him? Am I crazy? Did I go through some weird time warp where, like, <laughs> we now have to legalize gay marriage and uh, FTX guy was still just roaming the streets after all that stuff happened? After we found out he was a laundromat through Ukraine Frank, for the DNC? Frank, Frank. He was just... He's a white, Frank, he's a white guy who donated millions of dollars to the Democrats. Mike, did they I... Had to give him- <laughs> You give him time to get his, you know, affairs in order, and then we'll arrest him. You're right, Mike. You know what? He had to get his affairs together in the Bahamas. The disgraced founder of the cryptocurrency exchange FTX was arrested in the Bahamas Monday after U.S. prosecutor. Yeah, could everyone get yourself a glass of water or an IV? Sorry, I forgot to warn everyone. I always do this. Goodman, what is going on? Put it in my notes. That was my bad. Yeah. The driest anchor in news. Amy Goodman warning, folks. Sorry. Which is funny, uh, we've caught her kind of clearing her own throat a few times. Uh, she has to clear her throat towards the end here, right before some interesting information. I find it kind of funny. <laughs> Classic Amy. File criminal charges against him, including wire fraud, securities fraud, and money laundering. <laughs> the arrest of Sam Bankman-Fried came a month after FTX collapsed virtually overnight, revealing an $8 billion hole in the company's balance sheet. This morning, the... <laughs> He's like involved in like an international <laughs> money laundering scheme a month. It's a, it's, it's a month later, and you're like, hey, remember that guy that lost that billion dollars? I think we should arrest him. <laughs> I was three days late on a parking ticket. The cop was at my door. He's like, hey. <laughs> You're late. It's time to pay up. <laughs> Sorry, officer. <laughs> <laughs> you think we should arrest him? How much did he lose? <laughs> <laughs> billion, billion, five. <laughs> 
you seen what happens to you with a late fee at the library? <laughs> Sky launders a billion dollars <laughs> vacationing the Bahamas. Uh, I missed the letter that the Illinois Tollway sent me. I <laughs> think I'm gonna. That's worse than student loans. I'm paying that off. I filed bankruptcy three times already. Still paying it off. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> this guy lost a billion dollars. I went through a seventy-five cent toll. <laughs> That's unbelievable. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, hey, hey, uh, hey, uh, Mr. Biden, Mr. President Biden. Yeah, I don't think you need eighty-two thousand employees for the uh, IRS. Yeah, I found one point five billion dollars, <laughs> and I'm a plumber from Chicago. <laughs> They arrested it's over there in the Bahamas, <laughs> and they're wiring it into your fucking campaign. <laughs> the Bahamas, dude. <laughs> the Bahamas. Did you guys write this movie? <laughs> dude, dude, they caught the tranny who steals women's luggage faster than they got this guy. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and yeah, I'm talking about the a dude who works for the Biden administration, believe it or not. <laughs> to be fair, it was high-end apparel. <laughs> We're talking, we're talking Gucci and Balenciaga here. Balenciaga, folks. I was trying to think of the name. I couldn't think of the name. It rolls right off the tongue. It's U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission filed a civil complaint accusing Bankman-Fried of orchestrating a scheme to defraud equity investors in FTX. The company's rapid collapse has been compared to the Ponzi scheme overseen by disgraced financier Bernie Madoff. Bankman-Fried's arrest came just one day before he was scheduled to testify to the House Financial Services Committee. And after he refused to accept another subpoena, Maxine Waters didn't even want to make him testify. Dude, they weren't even going to. Of course, dude. Of course, I feel like they're all bought in. The fucking catcher's mid of a senator was like, no, (laughs) no, I don't think there's anything to see here. Uh, Something's weird about this whole scenario. This guy, man, I'm starting to think this is how you guys won 2022. It's kind of all coming together, isn't it? <clears throat> Seems like you put in a pumped in a lot of money into Ukraine. Seems like a lot of that money disappeared. It went to FTX. Well, are you not hearing about the trillions that have disappeared already? I believe they announced two something trillion have disappeared from the Pentagon. Yeah. Everybody's you know the- saying that it's really scary because the last time this happened, nine yes. eleven happened. That's right, Mike. The yeah. last time the Pentagon went, oopsie, we lost some money. We crashed some planes. Oh, I'm sorry. They crashed some planes into our buildings. <laughs> into the building. Freudian the slip, if you will. Uh, they crashed a plane into the building. Well, they actually, no. They crashed a plane into two buildings. Two planes into two buildings. Neither one was the one holding the paperwork. But the one holding the paperwork was three blocks away, and it fell down because of those two. <laughs> Man, th- the... the- and then the Pentagon itself got hit where nobody was working, but also we were holding papers. It's tough to watch, but if you go and check it out again, like really re-watch those buildings going down, man, there are explosions going on uh, right yeah. underneath. You can see it happening. This was a controlled event, dude. Are you familiar with Lucky... Larry uh, Silverstein, I believe. Dude, I've been going in and out of like high rises in like places <laughs> you would never imagine exist, right? Sure. 
And I've always looked for it. What do you and mean, asked, like, where you could put the bomb? <laughs> the charges. I mean, these were nuke charges. Look, the problem... No! Oh, no come no. on, dude. That's why they have all these health issues with the, the first responders, because they were using... That's just from the dust. Malbright. I think there was... Are you maybe, possibly, in agreement that there was some bomb placement going on. So I, I, you know, that guy that was saying that they, there was like a whole theory that they put explosives into certain buildings in case they have to pull them. Yes, there are theories. Is this a theory? Or are you saying this is a real thing? Is it? Is it there are theories. Well, I don't. Out there. I've never no, no, heard, I've it heard it be confirmed. Same. And like now that I'm in the union, I like I talk to guys who have literally built like. Government buildings. Every yeah. building in Chicago, you can see. They Give us the them. juicy deets, baby. Come on. And they, no, no, they all say like, no way. And I've even uh, gone into like the weirdest buildings, and I've gone into places like the Water Tower. I've gone into the Sears Tower. I've gone into like, you know, the John Hancock. Anything you would imagine that's like, and even like Union Station, dude. I've been in like the weirdest places of Union Station that you don't even know exist. You know, nice. And like above Union Station is the uh, Citibank. All right, right. The yeah. building, right I guess on the Citibank building. I can't remember, but yeah. um, I've looked everywhere and I can't see the charges. <laughs> 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 I can identify everything. I nah, don't they're see the built charges. into the the pillars, into man. the concrete. Come on, yeah, but you would see a wire or I don't, something, right? I, I or is it radio controlled or a sonic? Here's a couple factoids when it comes to 9/11. If we're on that road here, <clears throat> with the two buildings, there's Lucky Larry Silverstein. I think was his name. Uh, Lucky Larry, he he uh hap- him and his family who worked there happened to not be there circumstantially he also circumstantially took out a billion multi-billion dollar uh insurance <laughs> plan i'm not making this up a uh, week before 911 or weeks before and it like specifically designated it, that yes two yeah, attacks would be this two is famous and well known and this is not actually a yeah. conspiracy this is just yeah, the truth fact. of what actually took place this man yeah. he he made off uh, big time from these towers collapsing. Yes, he made a lot of money from these towers. Because then collapsing. the government also bought the land from him to put up the fucking memorial. This man made a lot of money. His family yeah. made a lot of money. And they also coincidentally survived the attacks. I don't, remember. I don't know what happened, but my point I'm being... I'm going to assume they bought it. I'm just saying, like, look, uh, you, you did all this. You sound very lucky, very fortunate. For how you planned this out, uh, let's say if I were to do it, like I'm thinking, I too would take out this billion, multi-billion-dollar insurance plan, and then set up some detonators and play along with the government, who said, "Look, we're gonna destroy these buildings. You can survive." You know what it is? It's the Colorado Spring shooting. We're, you know. <laughs> Like, you're the hero. Yeah, you're the hero. You live. We'll kill your girlfriend's we'll boyfriend. We'll kill the girlfriend's boyfriend. I mean, and, your daughter's boyfriend. <laughs> and, you know, your uh, brewery makes a million dollars. You know what I mean? And so, like, that's what this guy, he got the same deal, I think. You know, like, look, you, you live. Your family lives. We knock out the buildings. You yeah. make a ton of money. I, I think they're definitely in on it. But, I'm, I'm, I'm like, 
How did they get the buildings to fall, right? Well, that's what I'm thinking. So right before, there was a lot of speculation that there were lots of weird inspections and things going on in the towers leading up to it. So I think maybe you could send in special forces of some nature, of some kind. No. No? You're big hard no on... uh, hard no on that. On the CIA or anyone having... I'm a hard fucking no on that one. Hard no? Hard no. So, one of the things is, uh, this one guy that I was asking about it, because he, like, literally, dude, he literally led, he led the plumbing on one of these high-rise builds in Chicago, right? All right. And he goes, and he, <laughs> what he was saying, one of the things that he said that makes sense is he, yeah. he's, he, he, he said he doesn't know, he's like, I don't know, but I can tell you one thing, there are... When you're looking over the plans of building the building, sometimes there's things, there's certain things that don't make sense to you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you don't even know why you have to do it. And it's something stupid that doesn't make any difference. Like, this is a straight pipe going up, but we want you to cock it at three degrees off center. Right? All right. And you're like, all right, what's three degrees? That's stupid, right? <laughs> yeah. But it could just be, and then what he was saying is, one of the things you really look at is, like, you don't know what the concrete guys are doing, and the concrete guys don't really know what everybody else is doing, and he's like, what he said, which makes sense, is he believes they actually build them to collapse that way. Yeah, I've... And and that you could actually do it by the taper of the concrete. I've heard this, And if you really look at the way the floors are built, when you get into, like, the the, uh, elevator core, dude... Your floor. If you have to core through the floor, like the floor of that, that's close to the elevator, mm-hmm. it's so much thicker than by the windows. Okay, I could see that. And he was saying, like, but then if you look, they also put like weird, like relief lines, stress lines, you know, in the cement, and it's the way they build the rebar. He's like, they could easily make it so that it falls a certain way. So let's say you know where these stress lines are. You could theoretically place some bombs strategically at these stress points to make the building fall. Correct? No, no. You no, wouldn't no, no. necessarily I need think, a lot. Of I think bombs. one of the reasons. I think one of the reasons the that the government let them crash the planes into the towers is because they knew, is because the engineers knew that there was like a sixty to seventy percent chance they would fall down without really hurting any other building. I don't believe the I really don't believe the government <laughs> flew planes in. I think they just let these guys do it. And they cleared the way for them. They they you know they sent the Air Force on a on a training mission. Yes, Everybody there was, was literally the exact same training mission and the those in it or people being called to the real situation had to question at the uh, base command uh, from what I remember. Yeah, now it's like people talking about Logan Airport and this and that. It's like, dude, you I don't care what you say, dude. There's no (laughs) there's no way you can convince me that September 10th, 2001, I could get on a plane with a box cutter. 
I don't believe the box cutter and then, story, ta- and then take I... over the plane with it. No, no, no. I think these guys got let onto these planes. Like I think they were allowed through TSA. They could absolutely you know? the seventeenth could be totally made up. People, they may never have existed. This could have been two CIA or not CIA, but two spy. I contend. No, no, no. That- see, I think they all did exist, and it's like the reason they can't, dude. I think they all existed. I think this was a real plot, and I think they just let it happen. They needed it to happen. Interesting, right? Imagine sure. you're the FBI. Bush is in charge. Everybody, yeah. you know, half the country, half the country thinks he shouldn't be president, right? <laughs> That's right. And then yes. what comes through the, the wire? Chad, man, come on. You know what comes through the wire? This plan to hit the towers. You know, hey, we don't have to do anything. All we got to do is kind of, you know, a little blocking for them. That's creepy. I think that's more what happened is that we we need to we need to bury because there's there's no way you could tell me there's a coincidence where Rumsfeld, you know, reveals the trillion dollars missing the day before. So it's like they knew it was going to happen. Well, that's why I don't believe they did it. I don't believe they have the competency to do it. I believe they have the competency to let it happen and then exploit it afterwards. Good. Good take. I really actually respect that take, and I believe they hijacked these planes themselves. Uh, or I'm sorry, I think they just blew these planes out of the water and then flew in drones. Mm. I agree with you on the one in Pennsylvania. I think they're, all four they're scattered over a hundred miles or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That just crashed and then scattered you know, over 10 miles or whatever it I was. believe they shot all four planes out of the air, and they flew the drones into the Twin Towers and then the other drone into the wall or the ground in front of the Pentagon, which is why the footage looks so bizarre. They just didn't doctor it as well, see, as well as the uh, the Twin Towers ones. See, it, I always thought was, they blew up the Pennsylvania, the one in Pennsylvania, yeah. and that was the one that was going towards the Pentagon. So then they had to throw a missile at it. Oh, like um, locally they reacted and shot it down, and that was uh, like maybe not part like, of the plan. Right, like maybe the Air Ooh. National Guard or something. That one's the best one too because they made the movie out of that one. It's the they Let's the Roll. Movie. It's the hero for Let's what Roll. We about. Yeah, oh, dude. Anytime there's a hero, it's yeah. bullshit. And, and dude, it definitely wasn't a plane that hit the Pentagon. No, it definitely no, not at all. I don't care what anybody says. Nobody thinks it was a plane. It's funny. We got more footage of fucking Nancy Pelosi's break in than we do of the Pentagon. I mean, this is crazy. <laughs> I do like your theory, though. Unprovable. So you think they blew up the two planes in the ocean? Over the ocean? Yes. Yeah, then... I think they flew them. It's very easy. I, I agree. But do you think there was a hijacker or no? They just blew them up. It's funny. I think our theories could actually play together in as far as the hijack happens. They knew it was going to happen, but they need the precision to be just right. They don't want to really, truly... They don't want a lot of loss of life, so they knock out oh, wow. the planes, right? They they knock the planes out because I've always believed there's no way. Oh, I don't care how knock good, out the terrorists and then execute their plan. Execute the plan with some drones. Oh wow! You just blew my mind. Yeah. Wow. And then the footage. Look at all the footage. There's something so 
unsettling and uncanny about those planes hitting those towers. Wow. I can't. I've, so we for, agree it's their plan. Yes. And we allow it to happen. Dude, Dick Cheney. We're talking Dick Cheney here. He needs precision uh, and assurance that this goes to plan. (laughs) The thickest dick, dude. (laughs) The thickest dick of thicks. (laughs) Mike, it takes balls to be a dick. We've covered this, all right? And I believe. You might be dick, thick, dick, but I'm thick, dick, thick. (laughs) That's a dick with extra thick. Uh, Dude. Yeah, man. I, I I'm telling you, that's what always been my belief. That th- even look, I watched those suckers hit wow. those buildings live. I at least the second one, and I remember online we all watched the footage of the first one. First but one, yeah. Th- uh, many of us saw that second one hit. <laughs> of course, you remember this, dude. Like, dude, I don't know if you've tried to talk to young people. Like, an 18 year old doesn't believe me that. Uh, that it. I was sitting there in sixth grade or whatever it was. And they reeled in this TV oh, on the, a car. The world stopped. Turned on the news. <laughs> yeah, and 15 minutes later, this plane crashed into the second building. Like, we all, like, we watched that shit live. Look, we talk about looking back on COVID and how they've destroyed so many freedoms after that. Think about all the freedoms we lost, lost after 9 11. That I was, know. that was a shocking and frightening. An historical event that still resonates today, in as far as the loss of freedoms that we still battle Dude, through. Dude, the kids are literally learning that there was a. Pre- they're literally learning about a pre nine eleven and a post nine eleven. I know there's a lot of talk about the Great Reset going on now, but dude, nine eleven was a reset. It was at maybe Mike Great Call, and it was right at the what turn of the century. It? Maybe that was the Great Reset. That was a re- dude. It was a, what not maybe not a great reset, but it was a reset, dude. It reshaped the Middle East. It reshaped relationships around the Western world. Think about fr- we talked about it. We're like we were no longer like allied with france for a while <laughs> yeah fuck france dude uh great call by the way but m- dude no maybe every reset revolves around resetting resetting the middle east like that's the fr- you know the fertile crescent that's where it's a very holy it's place the most unconquerable place and it's weird but didn't we reset and re-border the Middle East, essentially, after World War II, considered also, right? Yeah, the- dude, well, we didn't really, re- we never really, we didn't really, I don't know. The, there is no borders. The borders you see on your map oh, are I know. not what exists yeah. there. You I'm know just, what I mean? Like, I kind of just get, get to this these vibe regions, from like, this, man. It's crazy. You get to these regions in, like, Pakistan and Afghanistan and stuff, and it's like, dude, they don't care what your map says. You know, this tribe is in charge of this region. Oh, dude, go to the border of Colorado and Nebraska. Show me the line. <laughs> Show me the line. I dare you. I bet you a thousand dollars you can't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Those people speak less English than the ones in Pakistan. You need a translator. You they definitely. Speak. <laughs> <laughs> I speak English and bad English, and I can't understand what you're saying. Jesus. It's funny. You actually. There are different laws, and um. You know, out here we legalize shrooms. You can, um, you can be high on shrooms. You can have shrooms. It's legal. Wow! Isn't that kind of? Uh, I uh, I have to look into the law, man. I don't want to say for sure, but I think uh, you're now able to grow. <laughs> I love that uh, scene in the office. <laughs> I forgot what he's doing. I don't even remember what happened. But Dwight Shroom is Dwight Shroom. 
Yeah, it's Dwight's dream. He's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, I wasted all day. I could have grown mushrooms this tall. <laughs> Poisonous mushrooms this tall. His hands like barely touching the ground, you know? Yeah. He's like, they're mushrooms. <laughs> they don't get very tall. it's <laughs> uh, great well it's funny how different states are you know kind of like living uh, in a place where there's different countries and they have different laws I well, like it I love it that way it should Need be that more way of it. it should be that way it, it, it's eat why your I... shrooms abort your kids do you know do you you do you I'm gonna go to Texas yeah, I'm out of here. Emma and I talk about it all the time. We <laughs> have to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm like literally, I'm really debating Texas. I'm telling you. I kind of want to go back. I have been looking quite a bit at Texas. I'm sure everybody has, though. They don't want more people. Texas. You know what I, you know what I said the other day to a guy? Huh. I said, I said and, and Frank, I think this is really the funniest thing ever. I said, for a state that's the only state to secede from the Union, it's the most American state in the Union. Oh, here, here. Yeah. Right? And it's an amazing, and even the fact that it tried to leave, that's what makes it more American than any of you motherfuckers. Yeah. Is there anything right? more American than wanting to break away from America? <laughs> yeah, f- <laughs> like, fuck you. I don't your, agree with this shit. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Sovereign state now, yeah, man. That's the, like the most American spirit. Wow. Listen here, I agreed to the fucking, but I thought there'd be a reach around. No reach around. <laughs> I'm out. It's a great call because they are the Lone Star State. Like they're they're, they're, they're state, ready baby. to go it alone, baby. Yo, oh, their flag yeah, is literally man. red, white, and blue with one star, one stripe. Because they all should be that way. Yes. Yes. When I go to when I I t- dude when I lived in Texas, I felt like I was in another place, right? Yeah, oh, dude, so that's I'm, how it, that's I'm how jacked. It just talking about, it. I'm gonna go grill up some steak right now, man. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna go to Texas just to kill a cow. You know what? I'm gonna go kill the cow, then I'm gonna grill the steak. Good call, Texas. Well, you always got to kill them before you grill them. <laughs> that's a kill. Tip for you, city folk. I'm making sausage this weekend, man. Are you really? Venison sausage. Oh, dude, I just talked to a guy that was making venison sausage, yeah? I believe uh, Jack killed it, this venison. It's the season, huh? Was yeah. Was he doing shotgun? Oh, well, I'll find out when I get there. I'm excited to do it. Yeah, ask him how he did it. He asked me to get are some you, uh, Are you going to mix it with pork or just do straight venison? going to mix it with some pork butt from what I'm yeah. seeing. Yeah, oh, that's, you know, that's what the Italians do, the pork butt. That's what uh, I saw that. I'm going to have to give uh, Papino a call, get some tips on how to argue with the other guy I'm making sausage with. You know, it's One all... thing uh, you can always <laughs> say about Italian men, they are ass men. <laughs> That's they're ass men. Whether it's women or their pork. And when you're making sausage, it's very important to argue about everything when you're making the sausage with whoever you're making it with. That's the key to good sausage being made. Oh, no, that's the number one ingredient. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't argue, it will never be good. It'll be bad sausage. You'll have to throw it out. You You know, like all those f***s on YouTube that are like, you got to put love into the sandwich. It'll taste better. I'm going to make this soup while I love it and sing to it. You know? Fuck that shit. You need to go make sausage with Italians. Yes. Right? Yeah, absolutely. They're fucking making fun of each other. Everybody's cussing. Everybody's <laughs> arguing about how much salt 
Making fun of the what? Oh, what are you doing with the heart disease? What a f candle of salt. Get out of here. Put 27 grams. <laughs> you know? Hell yeah, man. I'm so excited. You want to hear somebody getting made fun of for having a pacemaker? Come listen to these guys make some. <laughs> what are you, a pussy? You can handle a little salt? I don't care what your doctor says. The best is, you know, they throw this sausage after cranking it manually through this you know, grinder, which I'm sure there's electric versions of it, but you got to do it manually. They refuse. Yeah, they refuse. No, so they say it's not the same. You're doing it manually, and then they toss it into this wooden bin, and then they're... With their bare fists, manually, just like meat fisting. Every fist goes in fully haired. Knuckles <laughs> <laughs> no, come out hairless. Unwashed, dude. <laughs> come out hairless. <laughs> right? <laughs> Every fucking fist goes into that meat fucking hair all over the knuckles. <laughs> Black shit under the fingernails. Fist is like halfway they up come the out floor. pristine, looking like your girlfriend's fucking soft skin. Dude, all the layers of skin are gone. It's fucking soft skin. Yeah, I did it four times. It should be good. They literally, everybody, every old Italian does the same thing. They fucking they 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 take off the big chunks. They throw it back into the meat, right? The ones that are stuck in between. And then the they go stick. over to the sink and, the, and no soap. I don't need soap. You know. They turn on the water. Psh, you know. They use the fat to make the soap. So it's like my hands are already clean. You know. Yeah, I know you just cleaned it with the sausage I'm going to eat in three months. <laughs> that means the bacteria and the dead skin are now in my fucking sausage, you asshole. But that's the flavor, you know? It's part of the longevity process for Italians, too. That's why they live so oh, long. You know, I, I heard if you, get a, if you get a Pepino mustache hair, it's good luck for a whole year. I swear to God. You can catch it in your teeth, it's good luck for a whole year. Those are thick bristles, too. You could always, you know when you catch it. Oh, you'll catch it. Sometimes it pokes through the skin of the fucking sausage. And every drop of Italian sweat just makes you a little more beautiful. <laughs> That's what know? I was going to say. It's... You also got these dudes who are like 300 pounds and like 60 years oh, old. Sweating, and they're just dude, sweating. They're so old. <laughs> dude, every single one of them has either a fake organ or a fake organ. Like a fake uh, <laughs> joint. Uh, I can't stand too long. I need a chair. I got two, two re knee replacements. The other one's got a fucking fake valve. The other one's got a pacemaker. You know? <laughs> Oh, man. So, yeah, I'm going to make sausage this weekend. I told uh, Jack I'm going to wear my fat suit and sweat excessively into the meat, so hopefully it'll work oh, out for us. <laughs> That's all you got to do. <laughs> uh.